0: Attention! Now, I didn't mean to do that to you, uh, those who jumped, but uh, if I say attention, you expect that people will stand upright, okay, that they would have the correct posture, chin up, Chest out, tummy in, shoulders, you know, back, arms fixed to their sides, thumb aligned with their trouser seam or skirt seam, and eyes forward. Yeah, and you'll probably be be thinking military. Well, yeah, you would be right to think so. But here attention is different. It's non-military. Attention could be given to any number of things or individuals in today's gospel percope. We could focus on time, for example, because it was a few days before the Passover, the celebration of the Exodus from Egypt. Passover is more than a memory and deserving full attention. We could also focus on the dinner itself, the occasion for which they're gathered hosted by Martha and Lazarus and Mary in their home to celebrate the gift of life. This too is worthy of attention. We could also focus our attention on Lazarus, whom Jesus raised from death to life, or Martha, who was known... To be busy serving others. Or we could simply focus on Mary, for she makes the best choice. We can also choose to focus on the disciples, who incidentally are present but silent in the text. And if we don't want to do that, we can focus on Judas, who is openly dissenting. So we could go in a number of ways here. However, all events and individuals are not equally important. In the gospel pericope. So, attention on Jesus please. According to Mary, He is the honored guest and worthy of our attention. The house is filled with a very pleasing smell because of Him. The smell is not of bread or cooked meat or pastries, for that matter, or even burning candles. The meal assumed secondary status in Mary's devotion. Her attention, or action rather, emphasized how important Jesus was to her family. On this, on previous occasions, on one previous occasion to her home, She chose to sit at Jesus' feet to hear the Word of God and to dwell in that Word. Again, she proves to be a genuine disciple, albeit by her radical devotion to Him. Mary did not fit into the traditional role. I hope you noticed that. She did not. She decided to present a gift. And she did it with flair. She was dramatic and yet humble. Because without a word, she lets her hair down. I want you to see this in your mind's eye. She without a word, she lets her hair down. She breaks open a jar of nard. She pours it on Jesus' feet. And then she takes her hair and she wipes his feet. Perhaps in a sensual manner, as only women can do. Mary did not care. She did not care what anyone thought about her. She was a liberated woman. And I can just imagine the men in the room, eyes wide open, the disciples' jaws dropped. They can't speak, but if they could speak, they would say, scandalous! Since no one says a word except for Judas... And we must remember that Judas does not rebuke her for breaking tradition. He calls her devotion wasteful. You ever heard that? Anybody's devotion called wasteful? That's what Judas calls Mary's devotion. Wasteful because he viewed her act in monetary terms but he will not strip away the power of her devotion. It is a sweet and inspiring act of worship. The fragrance fills the room. What is done cannot be undone. According to Jesus, who said, let her alone, she is anticipating and honoring the day of my burial. In other words, Jesus puts theological lens on what Mary has just done, puts it in perspective. John shares this story so that we might focus on what is important in life. I suppose if I were to go around this room, and ask each of you, what's important to you? Each of us will have different responses. But John shares this story that we, each of us, collectively and individually as Christians, might focus on what is important to life. In an age of so much distraction, The church needs to listen to what Jesus has to say. The church needs to be set free from negativity and be opened to where Jesus leads, to the cross. Jesus offers the truth about God and about us. For God so loved the world, he said, that God gave the Son so that who believes in him will not perish, but be saved. Before his crucifixion, he promised, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I will come again and will take you to myself so that where I am, there you may be also. And when they questioned where he was going, he responded, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, he says, no one comes to the Father except through me. In other words, what Jesus is saying God's will is for all of us to be with God forever. God's will is for all of us, without exception, to be with God forever. So let us not be distracted by the world and its empty promises, but like Mary, let us fix our eyes on Jesus Yes, the food I'm sure was good around the table. And the atmosphere, I'm sure, was just right. But for Mary in that room, Jesus was everything. Let us open our hearts to him that he might fill us with with truth. Let us give him our devotion for he alone deserves it. The church needs to be set free for faithful worship. We need to show genuine love for Christ, who took our sin to the cross, liberated and gave us eternal life. Mary knew this about Jesus and responded with a sweet-smelling offering, a loving, a loving sacrifice or act as a statement that money is not everything and power is fleeting. Yes, we need money for food, we need money for water, for clothing, for shelter, and we can go on. We give attention to tangibles necessary for our survival, and that's okay. Okay. However, we need not crave attention like Judas, but like Mary, give attention to Jesus Christ, our Savior. He is everything to us. He is the road to our security. Our world is full of distraction and negativity. How about giving special care and treatment where it is needed. People do not only need material things. Yes, we need material things, but we do not only need material things. We also need the truth, and we need life. Those are invaluable. So let us not withhold the truth, from others, or misrepresent the truth to them for personal gain. God wants us to grow up, to know the whole truth and to tell it in love. We take our lead from Jesus Christ, who is the, the source of everything we do. He keeps us in step with each other. His very breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God and robust us in love. That's got to be a gift worthy of our attention. Amen.